0: A comic book pit? Okay.
1: Oh, so well, you story. start talking about notes. It sounds like this is
2: about. we're yeah, still behind the scenes.
0: Nah, I all on Front Street. <laughs> all on Front Street here at the Comic Book Pit, <laughs> Episode Two Twenty
1: Nine. Two Twenty Nine. Yeah, he took the words right out of my mouth. I actually had to look because it's been so freaking long. Did it from memory? Oh, uh,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you're you're better than me, Gunga Din. Mark
0: it in the books. The one time I didn't have to look it up. I guess. Well,
2: Holy cow, we did talk about rebirth.
0: Yeah, last Once.
2: time. Yeah, you guys did. That's what happened. Yeah. Wow. Oh, no, that I was a, on that. It episode. was kind
0: of. Yeah, yeah. no, uh, I think we I don't know, it wasn't a whole bunch of rebirth talk. My I month. may have talked about like rebirth itself.
1: Yeah. This was Yeah, that was back on that was back in the middle of June. Yeah. Wow. We've been off for a while. Two
0: months. Well, yeah, I mean we ran into some technical difficulties. First it was the hiatus, and then there was the unself-imposed hiatus.
1: Yeah, the Skype Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we're back.
2: Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. So I guess we should, you know, by way of introductions, we should go ahead and get that out of the way. Uh, this is Comic Book Pit number two twenty-nine, as Jared informed us. I'm Dan.
2: I'm the Duke. And he, and he told you Jared, who I am. Mr. Jared. Yeah. yeah. He is the Jared.
1: And that's Jared over there. I'm pointing at him. If you can't tell, (laughs) that'll. (laughs) I'm pointing at his picture. I'm pointing at his picture on Skype right now. That'll.
2: Oh, hello! There he is.
1: (laughs) And uh, I'm a prairie dog. (laughs) (laughs) Duke is uh, a prairie dog cosplaying as rock and roll from GI Joe. (laughs)
2: Yeah. He was he was carrying that that heavy artillery before cosplay was a word.
1: Come on now, that is true.
2: Yeah, that's old school. When my when school cosplay
1: friend. was just a twinkle in your daddy's eye.
2: <laughs> Back when it was called, hey, this ain't Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, so yeah, so it's been a while since uh, we've uh, we've hit the uh, hit the scene with the with the comic oh, talk, but yeah. we're here. We got some stuff to talk about
0: comics. Too. Um, yep. This is a super rarity. We're recording, and we're recording about comic books.
1: That is true. <laughs>
2: it's like the planets
1: aligned. Well, I guess you know the um, and and the, the big uh, the big thing that is still you know it's, uh, it's, it's still carrying a lot of um, a lot of popularity. It's still got some momentum. Is uh, is DC's rebirth event?
2: Yeah
0: is it I think, as a, as a retailer of sorts you you have your ear to the ground is it is it still uh, moving units
1: yeah it's still it's still doing well i mean um there are a, a lot of the rebirth issues are going back into multiple printings um i had to pick up the uh green arrow uh like the one shot green arrow issue which is hold on because I, I missed out on the first printing, yeah. because, uh, which I think a lot of people did. I don't think anybody saw that. Yeah, this is a third printing. Which one? Uh, Green Arrow Rebirth, the one shot. Oh, I
0: did grab that. Oh, yeah. There um, you go. You can uh, yeah. pay for your nuptials with that on the eBay. <laughs> it's funny because I I heard that I was like, oh, I wish I would have got it because I saw it was like, there was an aftermarket for it. And then I saw there was an aftermarket for the Batman Rebirth. I was like, I saw some people putting it out there for like fifteen bucks. Yeah. Which a 15 bucks on a four dollar book, or is a three dollar book? Not bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a healthy little investment. I was like, "Wow, this thing must yeah. be rare." I go to the comic shop the next week; they had like, I don't know, let's say like ten of both covers. I was like, "Holy cats!" I should just like clean them out. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't. I don't. I'm too lazy to. Not a flipper well, involved it, in that. Yeah,
1: and, and, and I'm pretty sure we we talked about this on our last episode, which was predominantly all rebirth talk. But you know, I mean, like. Batman, I can I can understand. Everyone loves Batman. I don't think, like, no one saw Green Arrow Rebirth number one going out like that.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, like, if you told I mean, me Flash, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense.
2: Yeah.
0: Or, I don't know, like, I, I, anything, like, property related outside of mm-hmm. Flash, or Arrow, I mean. It seems like the blooms come off that rose. I could be wrong, but that's just the impression that I get.
1: Yeah, the the shows definitely. The last season was not good, um, but I, and I, I and but I don't think even when it, at, at its peak, I don't think it ever translated into comic sales. I mean, it, it does have its own. There's a comic that you know is based on the TV show version of those characters. Oh right. Uh huh. Arrow. Yeah, it's just Arrow. Movie?
0: I wouldn't have guessed that. <laughs>
1: But um and and they do the same thing with the Flash. There's a yeah, you know, yeah like a, that
0: it was season yeah. zero or something like that. They... Yeah, it was drawn by but... Phil Hester for the most part. Oh, but I I, I never cool. did I never did get it. I was like oh yeah, but I still didn't. It's funny. Um, well, they did actually did King Shark on that. Before, well, before they did King Shark in the show. And I understand the line of thinking was, "Well, they'll never do King Shark on TV, so we can use King Shark in this book." Uh, and then,
1: <laughs> and they had him on not once but twice. Yeah. Yep. So now lo and behold. But but um, well yeah, and and I um, so so anyway, so I uh, when I was last at the store, and I was finally picking up some some books because I I haven't been to the store in about a month actually. Um,
2: Are you no longer a retailer? I, was that when I well, saw I, you?
1: No, no, that was that was, no. that was a different not picking up. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a different time. Yeah. Um, no, I was uh, doing some some remote work ah. for a while. I was working weekends. I was um, doing some more behind the scenes. That's, that's some good stuff. Stuff, there. you know, managing some social media, nice. and I was helping out with the Three Rivers Comic Con, doing some. Uh, you know, managing that social media and working on some graphics and things like nice. that. Um, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm back there on more or less a regular basis now. Gotcha. So, uh, on a part-time regular basis, I should say. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, yeah, so that, that was one of the ones, so green arrow was one of the ones I picked up. I'm like, wow, well, I don't care if it's third printing. I want to see, you know, what all the hubbub's about. And, it was just a good issue. I just really enjoyed it. Uh I mean nothing nothing uh spectacular or amazing happened in the sense that like it wasn't like um you know like uh years ago with Captain America 25 when when no one knew that he was going to get killed in that issue. Right. And and they you know it it sold out everywhere in like a matter of 2 hours. Um It wasn't like there was some huge cliffhanger or reveal. It was just a good issue. So, again, I don't know exactly why (laughs) it sold as well as it did. You know what?
2: I'll I'll read this little blurb from uh, Comixology. It says, uh, you know, this may clue you in. Readers are aching for the return of Green Arrow and Black Canary, and we're finally going to give it to them. says, writer Benjamin Percy, also returning, Green Arrow's goatee. (laughs) That's it. Yeah. Well, you know, is it the goatee or is it the relationship? You know,
1: <laughs> it could be both. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think that's kind of indicative of the DC rebirth in general is that people are just longing for their old DC.
2: Yeah, that's what I've you know? gotten and, from it. You know, as you know, what's funny is, is they're <laughs> they're doing a better job at what Marvel should be doing than you know what I mean. Like, if it feels like at this point. That Marvel's dropped the ball and DC grabbed it and said we're gonna run with, you know, making it fresh, making it accessible, mm-hmm. you know, and making the comics not so dark, you know. Like even though yeah. the stories are still serious and stuff, it just yeah. seems like they've they've lightened up, you know, like they're they're e- they're easy to uh, to jump into. In general, yeah. So. Are you reading
0: and, and, and that... many Marvel? Much Marvel? No. I'm not reading nearly as much as I used to. It's just a few choice cuts.
1: Right. Um Yeah, same here. Mostly like what um, Vision.
2: <laughs> yeah, Vision. Uh Gwenpool. You know, Moon Knight. Yeah.
1: Daredevil. Okay. Not not too much. I'm I'm definitely I'm not on any of the team books. Um mostly uh, like the uh kind of like the, the street level characters and you know, like Power Man Iron Fist.
0: Um, um, I see. The only things I'm reading are well, I can get three off the top of my head: um, Doctor Strange, oh, yeah. Spider Gwen, yep. and then Spider Man, Deadpool.
2: Oh yeah, that's right. Yep.
0: And it seems that, that seems we're.
2: Like, so I don't. Yeah, I, I don't read any of the team books or any of that. So no. I'm, and then. Uh, uh, I know you, you guys probably saw the news about the X Men, and uh, they are. They basically uh instructed the writers to not create any new mutant characters so um, because they don't want you know like the real reason- you know i hate I hate that there's a behind the behind the the reason reasons mm-hmm. but basically they're saying that the um you know in the comic that the uh in humans uh cloud i forget what oh the uh terror uh, Ter- terrorism. Terogen Mist is not only—it's basically um, making making it so the mutants can't reproduce mutants, and you know no one else will be born with it with the mutant gene. So what you're looking at is what's left of the mutant is what you see. Like there will be no more mutant characters introduced until the rights revert, probably. And that's the re- that's the sad reality of it is it's it's stupid but that yeah or they come to a franchising sharing an agreement that that's probably Oh, Spider-Man you
0: can you can't abandon Spider-Man that's a flagship
2: yeah the it, X-Men they, I mean were pretty strong basically though they don't they don't want to create characters that'll be yeah. handed to the to the movie studio because everything yeah. that has a mutant in it gets sony gets it so they they're like we're not going to create any
1: yeah and that it's, that's just that pisses me off because it's like, there's real, like, uh, between the, like, uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. show, I'm just sick to death of. Inhumans? The Inhumans. Yeah. And the, the frickin', like, the, the, the Terrigen Mist. Yeah, nobody, ver- you know, that, here's that is the, like. The, the bottom line, nobody likes the
2: Inhumans.
0: <laughs> I don't Inhumans care. Inhumans go
2: home. I don't care if anybody says, oh, it's a good book or not. People don't like them. Like, you know, like, The world at large doesn't, you know, in the real world, nobody cares about what happens to them. And then in the books, nobody likes them. Like, and it's not in a good way. You know, they're the ones that the whole reason for Civil War is because of an inhuman and because nobody likes them. You know,
1: it's
2: it's like, so why are you banking on this? Like, what are you guys doing?
1: Yeah, they're, you know, they're they're really, uh, it's like they're just pushing it so hard and if it's just if there if there was a way that they had able to do this a little bit more naturally or organically, maybe
2: yeah
1: it, it wouldn't be so hard to swallow, but it's like just the fact that they're arbitrarily just cutting off the x men because of the sony yeah, yeah, and <laughs> it it's like like the x men are basically just garbage books now.
2: They are and they they're just like who cares?
1: All f- all for all to service. No. The stupided humans and the Terrigen Mists. Here, here's and- my
2: thinking is, is, you know, a lot of people are like they should just give it back, you know, revert it because it's Marvel's blah blah blah. But like I, I try to compare it to like a real world scenario. Like let's say that you're a bad parent, like a really bad and you have a young child and you can't take care of them. And you get rid of him. And he's adopted. And then the parent cleans his act up and says, I want my kid back. Do you give him back? You know? Like, why should they give the X-Men back? You know? Like, why should they? Like, yeah. where were you, where was Marvel when they gave him up? You know? They well, were what if bankrupt. The,
0: what, what if the adoptive parent
2: loses their way? Yeah. Then, like, I like, guess, yeah, by extension, then, like, what if... Yeah, what if the adoptive parent keeps producing bad movies? Yeah. And then,
0: like, the, the birth parent and the adoptive parent like, you know what, alone, we were horrible parents. But if we parent together,
2: we can right. be good parents. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. Then it's like a yeah, it's
1: yeah a if sitcom, they would just,
2: sitcom scenario. My two if studios. Just,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if they would just join forces, it would be great. But they're having this pissing contest. And then that, there's this... Yeah. Like, um, I don't even know how this fits in, but did you guys see the trailer for Legion? No. The the TV no, show that's going to that be based, fun, based right? on. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> but. I, mm. I, I watch his trailer and I'm like, I know the character and I'm a comic reader for 30 plus years. I still would not know what's going on here. Oh, wow.
2: Do you have okay. big hair? Oh
1: man. I don't think so. I don't I don't think it's that faithful to the M-boo. to the comic but
0: is it Charles Xavier's son? It just yeah, It's supposed to
1: be like well, I don't know. I it's supposed to be rooted in I I think it's rooted in the world of the X-Men, but it's such a weird direction to go. It's like of, of all the characters that you could pick to to have a, you know, a a T V a TV show about why him?
2: Yeah, it's the deepest of the cuts. Well, yeah. Because they could and, they can do all that um other actors playing the parts of you know his his psyche. It's like It's it's it seems like a remember, good TV thing.
1: Remember that sitcom Herman's Head?
2: Yeah. It's like It's, that. Like, it's Herman's really? Head. Now is It's is what's her name going to be in it? Gerdly <laughs> Smith? <laughs> no. Oh, I can't remember her name. She was in Bad Boys too. Bad Boys, I, the movie. I don't know who you're talking about then. Uh, Tia, Tia, Tia Leoni. Yeah, I think she was
1: in Herman's Head. Oh really? Oh, yeah. was she Really?
0: I don't remember her. I,
1: I never like, watched. I it. remember Hank Azaria uh, or
2: Ineardly Smith.
1: It's been so long. Let's see.
2: Oh no, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm thinking she's in a different show. She was in a different show.
1: Come she on. was in Herman's pants.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah. Now Taylor Leone was a, I think like an ABC show.
2: Sorry, yeah.
0: that that that's going too deep. I can't quite remember the name of that. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't prepared to be. be yeah, that's a, those, yeah, that's a yeah, that's deep those brain muscles.
1: <laughs> and it's Taylor Leone trivia night here at Comic Book Pit. <laughs> well,
2: let's see if I can remember just to satisfy my. What's more entertaining than
0: Marvel Comics right now, Taillioni? Taillioni.
2: <laughs> The Naked Truth, I believe, was... Yeah, was that she
0: that? played like a journalist or something.
2: Yeah, that was the show. Okay, I got him... Yeah. The same era. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tay Leone, the poor man, Sharon Stone.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> David Duchovny? They, they were married.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think they're together anymore. Yeah. Though. No,
2: I don't think they're.
1: Yeah, yeah that's a shame.
2: Yeah. Anyway. That's his ex-wife. <laughs> that's the gossip Se- section of comedy.
1: Segwaying from he celebrity the relationships. Place there.
0: Celebrities they are yeah, just people. like us.
1: <laughs> yeah exactly
2: so yeah so legion well i'll have to check out the uh trailer for it sometime. i mean
0: the, the premise sounds intriguing if it is like herman's head meets x-men but yeah
1: yeah but it, it just i guess in my mind it's it's like is that really what they do need to do to shore up the x-men franchise
0: I would say no. I just because I yeah. said it sounds intriguing doesn't mean it's going.
1: To yeah, way.
0: I'm going to watch it. I'm just saying I like, mm. I'm sure it's nothing like Herman's Head, so therefore I won't watch it. So if yeah. you're listening, to Hollywood, just remake Herman's Head.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just bring it back. I mean, on.
1: I mean, they're you know, and they're supposed to be making a New Mutants movie and an X Force movie and a Deadpool sequel. Of course, well, and that's all I, well yeah. and good, but
0: that's not Legion on Fox. It was going to air after uh, Gotham going to be Fox's a one-two oh punch God. of comic book pit, com- yeah, comic book uh, yeah. comic book programming. <laughs> will be on Spoiler alert! Yeah, yeah. After we'll
1: the local news, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: And you know, speaking of Gotham, I refuse to watch that until uh, until he grows his mustache.
2: Oh wow, that's that's putting it that's putting a foot down right there.
1: I am. Well, actually, I, I have. Have you
2: watched? I didn't. Wa- I know.
1: I didn't watch season two at all.
2: Dude, it's a it's a, what do they call that? Um, Shitstorm? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Hot mess. It's a hot mess. Okay. Really?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's I'm I'm not missing anything. Well,
2: it's intriguing. Like, sometimes you're like, yeah, it's good. And then other times you're like, whoa. that's That's the thing.
1: Yeah. You know, when I was watching the first season, I felt like I was watching two different shows. I would, you know, some episodes would be really good. And Then the next episode, they would just be like a total crap fest.
2: They go, they go all in with uh, Barbara Gordon being a nut job. Not just spoilers for season two, but it start pretty much where it starts. Yeah. They ruin this thing you weren't going to watch in the first place. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I mean, that's what they start with. You know, is that she's mm-hmm. she's gone off the deep end, and she's still there.
1: Uh she was the worst.
2: You know, I thought she got better as a crazy person, like, you know, because they finally gave her something to do. Like, I, you know, not the faulty actress, but I think it's, no, they did yeah. give her anything to do.
1: No, no, I mean, and, and the things they did give her to do was so cliche yeah. and contrived. It's like, oh, okay, so now you're depressed and now you're going to be an alcoholic make it and out, now you're making out be, with your
2: college roommate or whatever. Yeah,
1: now you're going to be a crazy person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was like the just a step by step of <laughs> you know just TV uh, cliches, just cliches. Yeah, thank you.
0: <laughs> you. See, I didn't miss anything. What does any of this have to do with Batman? Batman. And here's what okay, I was gonna say, why oh, I just do Batman Gotham. Right? Yeah.
2: No. What? No. Go ahead. I say,
0: why not? Look, they they brought they're bringing Superman on Supergirl. Clearly, that little <laughs> self imposed embargo is over. They're go, you can use the the heavy hitters on TV. So, that
1: still really surprised me that they that they did decided to do that. Yeah.
0: Why not just do Batman? Why not just do like a weekly crime drama that's Batman? Oh,
2: instead of Gotham, you mean? Yeah,
0: and you can focus on the detective part of them and stuff. I'm, like, pitching the Mm -hmm. show right
2: now. Yeah,
0: Yeah, You can keep it, you know, you don't have to do spectacle each week. It can be just Batman solves crimes and use it as detective skills, which goes, you know, they don't portray in the films.
1: Yeah, Yeah. well, what they need to do is the next season of Gotham, or (laughs) sooner if possible, but I know know season three will be starting, but just do a time jump And bring back, you know, 19, 20-year-old Bruce Wayne. Because right now he's still in the show. He's like, what, 12? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's got so far to go. It's like, and and the kid is not 12. The kid's probably like, in reality, like 15 or 16. Right. You know, he's going to have a mustache before he gets a chance to put on a utility belt.
2: (laughs) You know what my, my guess is, is that... Um, when he comes back, he'll have his head shaved. Like a crew cut. Mm. You know, not bald, but just crew cut. Because that's always the mm-hmm. sign of it, training. Uh, yeah, of every of every teenager, it's like they start out with moppy hair and then they have crew cut. When they're like, hey, yeah. I'm ready to act like a when, Yeah, yeah. When they're,
1: ready, when they're ready to get serious. Yeah. <laughs> this
2: is Teen Angst Pit with Scott. Yeah, he needs
1: to, like, there needs to be a season finale where he. He's like, goodbye, Alfred. I'm, I'm going off to boarding school or something. And then like season premiere, of the next season, it's like, you know, seven years later.
0: Well, here's what I'm saying. Like people love like crime procedural dramas. People love superheroes. You know, just cram well, that peanut butter in the chocolate and make it happen.
1: <laughs> and you know what? They, they they had the groundwork laid out for them. All they had to do was pick up a, an issue of Gotham Central. Yeah. That's exactly what it was. It was police procedural yeah. in Gotham oh, City. Yeah. With Now, I mean, Batman only appeared like once or twice over 27-some issues. But, you know, for the show, you can tweak that. Yeah, you just but, add Batman. <laughs> yeah, Gotham Central was an amazing book. Um. And... I mean, you know, and, and there, there was you know they 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 had the Joker in it. They, I mean, they had some really cool Gotham-centric yeah. crimes. Like it didn't all have to be about Batman. Just the, and, the other okay, show.
0: So, and if you make a TV show, you need to you know you need a supporting cast. You can't just have like one guy. Can a show? So you could even go to the comics, like even the most recent one run by Scott Snyder, where they introduced. Um, I think it was like Alfred's like daughter or something like that. You know Alfred. Right. You could you could go like oh, Barbara yeah. Gordon, like not oh, yeah. crippled mm-hmm. or non-crippled. You know your choice. Um, and, you know, as for like Bruce's little like Scooby Gang, if you will, and uh, and then just have that, and every week you know there's a new crime in Gotham, and Batman has to solve the mystery. Right.
2: Right, but I think this. Yeah, the the team that conceived the show Gotham has no. They have no idea how to do that. Like. Hmm. Well don't got, and they just, shouldn't
1: do it, yeah I just do don't it.
2: think I don't think they you know what I mean like there's some people that are you know it, there's there's writers that could write a buffy kind of show like that, and then there's these guys and they don't write like that they just they just go for the crazy more like American horror story you know wacky stuff you know I'm shot. not, not advocating yeah.
0: for I think advocating for them, I'm advocating in them. general um, yeah yeah
2: it, Create it does. a new show yeah it does. so. For, you know, yeah, the Batman, Batman the copy. Mysteries,
0: copyright, Jared Scott, and Dan. That's nice.
1: It. <laughs> Every DC live action show should just fall under Greg Berlanti and his team and call it a day. True. <laughs> because yeah. they're doing it right.
2: Indeed.
0: <laughs> but, um, so, what? did you read any of the Rebirth comics, or did you just read, aside from Green Arrow?
1: Um. Yeah, I did. I read. Um, let's see. Well, yeah, Green Arrow, uh, Nightwing, Backer on the Birds of Prey, and Justice League. Okay.
2: Oh, um, Justice League. I read that. I think I read the. That's first, the first Hickman one, you. right? Or is it not Hickman? Uh, Hitch. Hitch. Yeah, Brian Hitch. It had
0: a Joe Madera um, variant cover. Oh, uh, maybe. I think so. I whatever that. Um, I've been reading, basically, Superman and Action Comics, uh, and The Flash. Those yeah, are I've the, been
2: uh, keeping up with Superman and Batman. Of the I'm reboot. enjoying
0: them. I'm really, I'm really enjoying Superman because I read, like, 90s Superman, like, religiously. And this, I feel like I talked about this last time, but i was just yeah. it since so long. It is that Superman, just, like, advanced. You did, and... and-
2: i forgot and, to say this but i listened to your episode i'm just saying okay
0: thanks for <laughs> listening scott we appreciate your patronage yeah. um so couldn't do it without
2: down. Yeah. but yeah. um
0: it, but and I, I was you know i was always kind of skeptical of the whole idea of oh, a kid but i it's actually very uh well written and well done and I, i'm digging it. and flash is pretty good too um I I read the you know, I heard the story, and I'm like, Oh, you know, the speed force storm like gives all these speedsters in Central City Power. I'm like, ah, oh, that sounds kinda lame. Like, uh, just give me flash, like running fast. Give me the show. Just give me the show in comic book yeah. form. <laughs> um But it's entertain I it is entertaining and I could see some things where I think there's that reverse influence or maybe it's things that they, Jeff Johns had done in the comics that end up influencing the show. Are there, cause I'll be honest, I was not a, you know, a loyal Flash reader over the years. I think the last time I read Flash books with any sort of consistency was 25 years ago. It was like, uh, William Messner Loebs, you know, and Howard oh, yeah. mm-hmm. like, that supporting character. And like, it was yeah. Wally. Like, well, I mean, when I came of age, Wally West was the Flash. Like, I got Barry Allen, was is oh, yeah. the thing that you heard of that existed, you know, once upon a time.
1: Yeah, same here. Um,
0: and so I really had no relation to that character or any, other than just like, oh, that's the guy that used to exist before I read books. Um, and I, so anyway, I, I am enjoying all those books. Is there anything else from DC? Uh, Rebirth-wise, I can't... No, I think that's it. Just like those three or, I guess, three titles. Superman, Action, and The Flash. Um, I've also been reading Future Quest, which I won't consider that a Rebirth title since it's not Rebirth. It's uh, Hanna-Barbera. Right. Um, that, that's entertaining that's as well. That's been good, too, though, yeah. Yeah. I don't really have much of a history with those properties, so it's kind of just like... I'm I more like just see seeing them. what they take from what, what Venture Brothers like
2: is ripped think Yeah. <laughs> I think they, they should have been a little more... Uh, like, maybe... Um, uh, not not assume that the audience knows who the characters are hmm. i thought i, I thought they were they should have okay, been a little more yeah. clear as, like to who make, they are yeah, where they come from kind of thing some of that
0: stuff is yeah uh, i mean i'm just sort of going for the ride and just like taking you know their word for it I'm like all right i guess this matters or, right yeah i like, um it does kind of it doesn't really hold your hand at all right as far, yeah. as, far as introductions
2: go yeah i think it should have because, but they might not have expected to have people reach <laughs> you know, go for that book. Oh. We I don't had, know we you know it was gonna show up. <laughs> what yeah. Yeah, we didn't know yeah, there was gonna be an audience this that was serious write off. Yeah. Yeah. This is how we keep the property. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, yeah, I haven't read any of their properties. You know, I just saw the comet or the cartoons when I was a little kid. Yeah, I never so did. I I So a little reminder would I'd I I, right. I mean my yeah. my
0: knowledge <laughs> of Space Ghost is space ghost coast to coast. I know that's <laughs> yeah, exactly an <laughs> yep, attorney at law. So I those are not the
2: same. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> very, very different. <laughs> uh
2: um, I yeah, I've been just reading uh Batman and Superman. And um Superman's been good. Um I like that it's loose, but I also think that it's a little too loose of a story. Like it I read issues three and four in about ten minutes. You oh, know, yeah. like, back you're to You're about
0: Superman, super, the title of Superman, right? Yeah. Right, where it's with the Eradicator.
2: Yeah.
0: And the bit with uh, it's trying to take the human genome out of Jonathan out of, Kent. Right. Right. Yeah,
2: I, it, it's, yeah. it just was like, wow, this is such a quick story. Like, I just thought there would be more. Uh, yeah, it is. I don't thing. know if
0: that's the uh, the bi-monthly.
2: Effect. I think it is, yeah,
0: yeah, because they're up to issue four already, so um, yeah, where it's dragging it out. Uh, I know what you mean. Well, I mean, I I don't really have that like, boo. I have like, oh, I want the next issue now. It's
2: yeah. a desired effect on me. Yeah, no, coming. I'm 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 still enjoying it because I I have a short attention span, so I don't I don't mind <laughs> that much. But I'm just, I mean, if I'm saying it's a little loose, you know, could <laughs> probably use a little more in it. Yeah,
0: answer so. some questions, damn it. <laughs> well, I, actually, I am curious what the mystery is behind uh, Superman. If he is not, yeah. If, if this world is actually the the uh, pre-Flashpoint world, just tweaked by Doctor Manhattan, then then what's going on? Who who are these folks? And right, I don't mm-hmm. know if that's a move I agree with. I think it's kind of. I think I said this about rebirth. but was kind of like too having to answer every little question.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I figure they're probably going to let everyone get comfortable and settle in to the stories and settle back in with the characters before they start. Okay, now let's do some event or let's uh, shake things up. Yeah,
0: I think... think Here's some absolutes that drive you away.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Two years (laughs) of patronage.
2: Yeah. Yeah, They at least got to get a story arc and a graphic novel out before they... Yeah.
1: Before they hit us with uh, some behind the... You know, what's really going on. Before we see the words... Everything changes. Yeah, or the word "Watchmen" emblazoned on every cover. Yeah, (laughs) see
0: that doesn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't have any like sort of. It doesn't bother me. Like I I, I might bother some, perhaps because I don't know if it's a age thing. Because I didn't read Watchmen until like two thousand nine. I didn't need to because everything I read told me, you know, how it ended. And why it was like, oh, this is so amazing. So I never, had, it, the work was done for me by like Wizard and other publications oh, yeah. of the
2: sort. Um, it was it was more relevant at the time as far as what they were trying to say with it. You know, because it's that that cold the Cold War era. You know, and then the fact that Nixon. You know, like kids today are going to be like, who? Which which one was Nixon? You know? Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, at the time, then you're like, wow, Nixon had been president four, what, four times in The Watchmen. So at the time, you're like, wow, I know about Nixon. You know, I'm not that, yeah. you know, even as a teenager. It's, like, its target yeah.
0: demographic was old enough to at least remember yeah, yeah. Nixon being in the zeitgeist.
2: Yeah. So it's stuff like that. I think, and even, like, uh, just trying to show the difference between, um, you know, the old-timey heroes, you know, and then someone yeah. like a Superman that shows up and changes everything. is the whole, that's pretty much Watchmen. You yeah, know, that's the whole book. But, mm-hmm. like, and even then, it was more of a, an observation of comics, so, at that time. So, like, yeah, if you're, like, a, into history, you know, I've, <laughs> it's still, you know. If you're trying to understand comic history, it's a good one to read. Gotcha. Yeah. It's a deconstruction, if you will. <laughs> it is. That's that's what he does. He deconstructs.
0: Well, not, now, well, now it's it's gone beyond that because now it's actual characters that they're employing mm-hmm. into an, you know an expanded universe. So yeah. Again, it doesn't bother me. There's no like moral outrage
2: on my part. Yeah, no. I, I'm the same though. I, you know, yeah. Even at my, it doesn't
1: bother me at all.
2: Even at my age, I didn't watch Watchmen until I saw the movie. I didn't even because I knew all about it. Yeah, and, but then when I saw the movie and everybody's critiquing it, I was like, I better read. I better read the original material. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, now it now seems as good a
0: time as any. It's yeah. everywhere. I can throw a stick and hit this book. So
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And and of course the 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 message of it or the you know the the tone of it is so muted now because you know while it helped start the you know the whole deconstructionist phase of comics along with you know dark knight returns mm-hmm. people who you know started reading comics in the 90s that were already getting that Go back and read Watchmen and Dark Knight Returns, and they're like, "Eh, I don't, I don't see what's so great about yeah. it."
2: Yeah,
0: oh yeah, it's kind of and that. Uh, I'm sorry. No, go ahead. It's kind of like you know, uh, film historians will talk about like uh, Citizen Kane and like what a groundbreaking film that was, and you go back and watch and like I don't get it. And then because the, what you don't get is that you've seen you know its influence at large on everything that's come after it. It's what you know it meant at the time of its release and what was so innovative about it compared to what was the norm then. Same thing. Right. And I would say, an even greater point, we're talking about, you know, it was a deconstruction of the the genre at the time. Well, it's lived so long that it's almost time, it's time for deconstructions of that deconstruction. And yeah. is what we're seeing with yeah. that, like, embracement of the lighter version of, uh, you know, superhero stories and comics and shows and whatnot. Is that that grim and gritty is long in the tooth, well, long in the tooth. Yeah, people yeah. don't mind a little a little brightness. If, they, if more than don't mind it, they they clamor for a little brightness.
1: Right, and that, and, I, and it's funny because that I feel like then that brings us full circle to back to DC Rebirth.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. which yeah yeah is is kind of rebuking of that.
2: Yeah, because think about I mean all the. The dark, you know, darkest night. The dark storylines, though, of DC in recent years, where they're just like, yeah, you know, the whole universe is, you know, going nuts. Hmm. Um, so yeah, it's it is it is nice that they're just like, let's just do some, you know, it's it's it just seems fresher. Yeah. Yeah. You know, wrong with what? You know, there's not a monthly. I, my thing about my my. my Biggest criticism of DC is not Batman's boot. It's actually <laughs> it's actually that there's always a funeral cover, you know, because uh. somebody died and they have to have a funeral cover. Yeah, you know, like all the time, dudes. Like, come on, <laughs> you know, nobody wants to see that. <laughs> so, Boo death. Yeah. Yeah, you know, <laughs> like well, you know, like let's, you know, like they were always so super serious of, uh, you know. Comic book pit Scott Headland says death is bad. Stop being so serious. Why so serious? There yeah. you go. Why <laughs> so serious? Just say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh.
0: But are there any uh, non DC books that you're enjoying? Um, any? Yeah, I would say even non Marvel. Any? Any non big two? I think we kind of yeah. we touched on what we I, like from both of those two.
1: Um, I read a couple of. Uh, indie books this week that I that I really liked. Um, the first one, it's I, I didn't even realize these guys were coming out with a new series, but um, you know uh, Ed Brubaker and Sean Phillips, oh boy. you know they're they're just a force to be That's reckoned with.
2: Dream team, right there.
1: Oh, oh my God, yeah, they're, they <laughs> they yet to put something out that I have not thoroughly enjoyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, the last thing they put out was. Uh, the fade out, which was, I think it was a 12 issue. It was, it was either a nine or a 12 issue series about like, uh, like old Hollywood. And it was really just good stuff. Um, this one is called, uh, kill or be killed. It's uh, number one from image and it's very, um, very timely Mm -hmm. in that, um, you've got a, it starts out with this is kind of like this vigilante character who's, you know, he's, uh, with a little bit, you know, imagine like a voiceover or he's narrating talking about, uh, you know, all the injustice that's going on in the world, you know, terrorists. And, and it, and it says, there's a caption that says, you know, cops kill innocent black kids and get away with it. Psychopaths run for president, uh, the middle <laughs> East, etc And that's just the tip of the iceberg and um you know and, and you think it's going to be about this this hardcore vigilante character and it, it it really isn't it actually um goes back to this kind of sad sack guy who is uh just kind of a milk toast just um you know he's i don't want to give too much away cuz it's just really good and I want people to read it and support a book like this but he throughout a through a series of events comes to um, comes to this crossroads where he's forced to, uh, kill a person every month or he himself will, will be killed or mm-hmm. will die. And, um, and it's interesting because the, there's possibly a supernatural element to it, but, but because of the deteriorating nature of this guy's, like, psyche, you're not really sure if, it's an outside element or if it's just his, you know, him breaking down, Mm. you know, if it's, you know, if he is seeing this demon that is telling him he needs to do this, or he himself is going to forfeit his life or if it's, yeah. So it's Mm. just really, um, like I said, the, uh, very timely in the, in the kind of message in the beginning, and then it it turns a corner later on about three quarters of the way to introduce this supernatural element that was um, you know I didn't see that coming and it was kind of an interesting spin on it and um, yeah like I said and, and um, I mean Ed Brubaker uh, you know he could write you know he could write the phone book and I would read it I mean he's just <laughs> that good and Sean Phillips um, his art is actually I feel like it's I mean. I always like his art. It's, it's always got this kind of sort of a rough look to it, but not like messy, more like his brushwork, you know, with Uh zinking lends a lot of, just a lot of weight to the scenes and to the characters. Um, But I feel like in, in some ways it's, it's very, it's a lot more polished than it was in previous books. And I don't know if that's, a change in style or um, because it's a, it's a more modern, it's like a, it's a book taking place today as opposed to the fade out, which was again, uh, 1950s Hollywood. And if, you know, the, his art style changed accordingly for a period book, you know, um, either way. I mean, his art and every book I've ever seen has been outstanding, Mm -hmm. but It 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 sort of it looks like it's kind of turned a corner in with this with this title. So, I just I I I thought it was a great issue. I I really enjoyed it. I'm looking forward to more of that. Like I said, anytime Brew Baker and Phillips are putting putting out comics, it's a it's a good day.
0: Right on. Well, you Duke anything?
2: Um, let's see. Um one one that stood out to me. I gave gave it a shot because Jeff Lemire. Black Hammer. Yeah. Okay. New book, Black Hammer. Um, oh, I think I heard of it. Did you?
1: Yeah, that's from, that's Dark Horse, right?
2: Yep, Dark Horse, Dark Horse book, um, Jeff Lemire kind of, it's it's like he went back to his, you know, what he, it's, it's what he's good at. You know, he has basically um, characters on a farm, <laughs> you know, it's like <laughs> kind of his roots, Um but what it is, it's basically like a superhero team that has been, uh, the world believes, uh, yeah. died saving the world and they've been hiding on a farm. And, uh, Black Hammer is the name of their fallen comrade, like their fallen team okay. member. Um, so they kind of call the farm Black Hammer and mm. that's the, that's the name. So it's like basically the, the characters live there. They decided to, for whatever reason they haven't revealed, is that they decided to live in secrecy after they saved the world. And um, there's a young girl in it that's part of the team. Although she's not young, but she she looks like she's nine. Nine years old, but I believe she's much older. And okay. it's one of the things that she, is, uh, she doesn't like being there. And I think she's sort of the catalyst for um, the world at large to rediscover them so um it's neat it's it's got that it's got that feel of you know like these are these are the old classic heroes um you know like an old like superman before he was so invincible you know like he's just a you know he's a strong guy able to leap tall buildings kind of guy and um you know, and the whole team's like that too. They, they well, they're alien, you know, there's an alien character. It seems, you know, speaking of deconstruction, um, it seems reminiscent of, uh, maybe some, you know, s- characters from other teams, you know, like a Martian. There is a, literally sure. a Martian character and, um, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, you know, mentioning the art too. Normally Jeff Lemire does the art, but he, he only wrote it but he found an artist that looks that reminds me of him and it's uh hmm. Dean Ormstong. and uh his style really does remind me of Jeff Lemire which is kind of cool because you look at it and you know it's not his but you can really see uh the similarity um and um uh, yeah I, I don't know it's it's a good start you know it's a good start to uh I think this is something that I want to keep reading um, and it's sort of the, you know, the whole idea of, you know, the public trying, you know, there's someone that is looking for them and they, you know, and for whatever reason they want to hide and it's just not all revealed yet. So, gotcha. um, but okay. it's got a go- it's got a nice look and everything. And I'm, I'm I think I'm, I think I'm hooked. Cool. So, yeah. Um, the reason I, is that,
1: Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I'm
2: sorry.
1: I just want to... Duke, is that an ongoing, or is that a... Do you know? I don't know. I mean, it's... Yeah, it's...
2: I don't know if there's a uh, um, limited series on it or not. Okay. So we'll, we'll see if I can find that, but... Go ahead, Jared. What are you going to say?
0: Um, the reason I brought that up, I've been reading um, Hillbilly by Eric Powell from Albatross. Oh, yeah. yeah. Books. Um, you know me, I love the goon. I pretty much love anything yeah. Eric Powell, so I had to buy this. It has that, you know, beautiful Eric Powell artwork, um, just that you've come to know and love. There's actually some parts where it gets a little—I don't want to say experimental—but um, it visually, it's a stunning book, uh, and it's really clever what he did because it's kind of like takes. It's kind of like you No know, the Goon was kind of like that Depression Era type setting. Um, yeah, this sort of has that like. Appalachia if it existed like in Middle Earth kind of feel to it. Um, (laughs) There's like this real big like mysticism you know fantasy feel to it like wizards and witches and stuff like that more witches than anything else. Um, And the first issue just sort of like was a real like set everything up and like who this character is and he's got like a mystical background and stuff and he's sort of like a, a traveler that roams this world and like helps people from you know the shadows, if you will. It's more myth than reality, you know, real. Anything like that. Um and the second issue I'll be honest, kinda of felt like it could have been a goon story. Like the the character like rolls into this town, uh this, you know, mystery occurs, he offers to help and goes on this adventure. Nice. And I finished it I mean it was awesome it's you know, I don't want to give anything away, but it's just it's you know, if you know Eric Powell, you know his work. It's classic Eric Powell type work. Um, you can tell this is just stuff where he's just having fun with it. And but I read it. I was, Man, this could have been the goon. Easily could have been the goon doing that, <laughs> as opposed to hillbilly. And no, it's not it a complaint. I mean, I'm just like, and it it kind of sets up the idea of a shared universe because there's a character from the goon that appears in the issue. And I mean, it's right there oh, on the that's cover, like that oh, the character that was kind of like the, the grim reaper type character. Is in the book. A guest star is in the book with him. Which was rad. I like that too. <laughs> That's cool. Um, that was one thing I was like, I, I would sound like it's a great but it's, you know, I gave it a little side eye. Uh, I
2: was like, this easily could have been the game, but. Um, oh, I did want to add, yeah, Black Hammer is an ongoing series. Sweet. add that.
1: Okay, cool. I, I do remember, um, and we got the uh, review file for that, and I was interested in checking it out, and I, I never got around to it, but now I'll, I'll definitely do that. Is
0: that Black Hammer? Yeah. Okay. Check it out. But yeah, I just, i sorry, I got this, uh, Skype sent me a message. I didn't know, I thought maybe I lost you guys. Um, <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that was yeah. a message from Dan. Sorry.
2: And, uh,
0: <laughs> on the slide. It's, yeah, so this, I really like it. It's really good. It's a really fun book. I've been digging. Um, it's one of those ones you sort of look forward to, and you know, like just first off the pile that week. And then, nice. uh, since we're talking about like non-big two, uh, Scotty Young's uh, Fairyland book.
1: Oh yeah, man! I
0: get the variant title.
1: Right yeah, oh, so do I. I, I, I uh, the, oh the uh, is that the uh, the R rated yeah, the f oh, rated yes.
0: yeah
1: the uh, I hate Fairyland
0: yeah well, uh, yeah that's the like uh, the, the title you can display in stores
1: yeah. <laughs> What is it like? I effing hate yeah, and or something? f and hate fair. Yeah, fairy, it's just man. f fair. Yeah. Oh, okay.
2: <laughs> but yeah, okay. I, I have to. I have to special request that one from behind the counter. Yeah. Well, I just yeah, have. Then pool. show ID and proof <laughs> of my age.
0: Yeah. You look awful young
2: there. It's
0: great. <laughs>
1: They're like those issues are back there behind the beaded curtain.
0: <laughs> no, it's I I have a throw on the pool list. I'm like, can I get that version? They're like, yeah, yeah, you can get that version. I'm like, sweet. because <laughs> um, my store is a little um, delicate. As we discussed with Nick well, yeah. back in the day, they're yeah, they yeah. Care more on the side of not offending anybody. Yeah, yeah they, they, they don't just throw it out there. For Some sure. stores don't care. That's fine. You know, whatever yeah. floats your boat, you know, whatever you know keeps your lights on. I get it. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I get that. That's, that's a, those are like the two. Or you know, again, like this is gonna be just you know fun times, awesome artwork, and sort of move to the top of the list, and then. Um, I keep, I've been talking about this for years. Shout out, uh, Chew started its, uh, final arc this Whoa, month. Final. Oh, interesting. So I think I've been holding, I think I may have done a few Chew single issue reviews here and there over mm-hmm. the years, but I kind of always held it off. I was like, I'll just wait to the end and discuss it then. And, uh, it, it's, I think they moved to a bi-monthly schedule to allow more time to wrap it up. so They weren't <laughs> rushed to finish it. But yeah, the, the last arc is, has wow. begun. It's weird because that's a book that I start. I mean, I've been with that book since issue one, way back in like two thousand nine. Oh wow! I think I told you the story before. Like it was, the, I got like the last issue that was in the comic shop. Yeah, back where I'm from, like, they had already moved from like the new week rack to the wall.
2: Oh yeah, I
0: picked it up on a whim. Dude. I remember going my friends been like, "Whoa! Like you have to look read this book," and then I've been there you
2: know, every issue since, dude. Believe it or not, that's actually how I got the first issue of Walking Dead. Oh yeah, like I got I bought it. I think when issue two came out, like I somehow it was still sitting there, and I grabbed one. Oh wow, yeah. Like I remember, like I, I saw... actually have I have the back issue. Um, you know, markup like twenty five cents marked up, so it was like three, <laughs> $3. twenty five instead. of $3. Oh $3. man, yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. And they, they stuck it to you on that one. You,
1: yeah. you know, you got to keep it. You know, you got to keep it in that bag.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, it's still yeah.
1: Um, real quick, one, one book I wanted to give a shout out to, uh, was, uh, um, I'm not a particular fan of any of these properties individually, but for some reason, the, the idea of this book and having read it, I'm totally in after the first issue was, uh, Predator, Judge Dredd, Aliens, number one. I almost picked that
2: up, but I wasn't sure. (sighs) It
1: was... Not a, okay, so the first issue is all pretty much set up. Yeah. But but after the first your first issue you're like, "Oh my god, <laughs> this is going to be awesome." <laughs> so basically, I was
0: like, can I guess? But I um,
1: Well, I was going to say basically so um they're on the <clears throat> um this takes place on basically in Judge Dredd's um Mega City 1. Uh, yeah, well, not not in the city itself, but on the outskirts of Mega City, Mega City One. Um, he's uh, he and a bunch of other judges are out to uh, serve some justice on a, these like kind of borderlands. Um, simultaneously, there is this group of like animal, like human slash animal like h- hybrid mutants, whatever that are tracking a wounded predator who had crashed in this in the in this swampland and in this in, they capture this predator, this lone predator, and in its ship they find its trophy room. And in its trophy room they find the skull of an alien, oh, one man. of the Xenorphs. And they take the skull because their creator, this basically this mad scientist guy, they're like with with the with even the barest amount of DNA, he could recreate anything. So they take the skull back to his lab, and his and yeah, it's just I I can't wait. This is it's going to be fun. Like the first issue by itself was fun, and not even a ton happened, but just the way they set it up, you could just see how everything is going to move and interact with you know with each other, and then at the very end, like the uh, the scientist had you know had um, was able to create a face hugger and on the last page you see a team of predators that had come down to because, Oh, cause the, cause the sick, cause the predator by himself had activated a, a homing beacon. Okay. And so his buddies came down to the planet. They're like, yo, where's our boy at?
0: <laughs> Just like actual dialogue.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, so you got about a half dozen predators you got about a half dozen judges, including, you know, led by Judge Dredd, and soon to be some xenomorphs. Oh, man. It's going to be good.
2: <laughs>
0: and I totally would have guessed wrong. I, I totally would have to, That's actually way more creative. I give them credit.
2: Yeah. Because you know, I like,
0: predators fight aliens, and they land in Mega City 1, and bada bing, bada boom, off to the yeah. races. Yeah. <laughs> well, it sounds like I don't think all the judges are making it out.
1: Yeah, I mean, I there's like
0: six judges. I have a feeling not all six.
1: Oh yeah, back. game over, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, and 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 normally I don't really go in for crossovers like that because it just seems to me like a money grab. Yeah. Because they're they're going to hit fans from all well, of those well, properties. Sorry, yeah. So it just seems like kind of a money grab, and most of the time, and like the story or the the art is a second secondary thing. Yes but in this case um that's not the case it's uh, the, the story was good and the art was really good it was um oh uh, let me find it it was come on i think it was either written or drawn by the guy that does um the Five Ghosts series. Um,
2: oh, yeah. yeah. Art, Ghosts, art yeah. by
1: Chris Mooneyham. Mm-hmm. And he does the art for Five Ghosts. The I think it's called... the Yeah, Five Ghosts, The Haunting of Fabian Gray. Yeah,
2: that was a good series.
1: Yeah. And uh, covers by Glenn Fabry, so... Nice. Can't <laughs> go wrong there. Mm-hmm. Uh, written by John Layman.
0: Okay, right, mm-hmm. too. Ties it all yeah. together.
1: Uh-huh. That's right. I knew I recognized that name. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, just uh, yeah, There you go. Uh,
1: yeah, really good. I highly recommend it. Good deal. Good deal. And we do have the, uh, if you guys are interested, we we do have the review copy of that. So oh, cool. Sweet.
0: Okay. Cool. And I want to ask in closing, it's like a teaser for next time. I don't want to get into it now. I just want to ask. Did you guys watch Preacher? Yes. Okay.
1: No. Well, I watched the I watched the pilot. Uh, you didn't yeah, like the I pilot. Just finished,
2: I finished up the series.
1: Um, I
2: watched it all.
1: I didn't not like it. I, I was left kind of uh, lukewarm on then it. I
0: will say this. Stick with it.
1: Okay. I figured I would probably go back and rewatch it. I, think, um, I, I
0: would just say it took me I think the episode four to finally reconcile everything about
1: it. Okay, yeah, and it wasn't even so much that I wasn't like, oh, that's not my preacher. It's not the like the comics. They they just, had just made some de- some just decisions. I wasn't like like ah, yeah okay yeah, I mean, we'll exa- see, yeah. You know. and there
0: was a, I'm, same as you because I'm preacher. I just read once and I would you know I read it way years later. Um, so I was like I was just sort of like taken aback like wow this, this is not how I remember it, and so it took me a while to like just get used to that and get over like my. Preconceptions, if okay. you will. You must unlearn. It, it, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then to uh, give it a chance to establish what it was doing on its own, and um, it it, it uh, stick with it. Stick with it. That's your homework. <laughs> Catch up. And It was like what was it? Like ten episodes, Scott?
2: Not even. Um, was it ten? Eight Somewhere or ten? Eight or ten? Or, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of. Yeah, I think it was ten. But uh yeah, uh the other show if this is your other homework if you have not watched it, is Stranger Things. That's my homework. Oh home. yes, you must Oh yes, you must watch it. No. <laughs> all right, but it's awesome. I'll just say that. Okay.
0: That's what I gathered. Everyone on I see in, on my social media feeds is raving about it. So
2: I will save I will save that as well.
0: Okay.
2: I felt like we needed to do more of a comic talk tonight. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I was like, yeah, stay away that, from that's,
0: me. Scott, that's, what, that's the stuff that keeps him back next time. Yeah. Keep him coming back next time. There
2: you time. go. Yeah. I'm, like,
0: I'm going to talk about preacher and stranger things next time. Yeah. How am I supposed to know what I think about this until I hear Jared, Scott, and Dan tell me what they think Come about it? Come on back now. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs>
0: that's the service we provide here. That is true. We inform your opinions.
1: Week after week, or in this case, month, month after, after month. month.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you think we've covered everything? We've barely begun. Yeah.
1: We know nothing, Jon Snow. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, um, so I guess that about wraps it up. Yeah, yeah I sure. think so. Buddy, have any, uh, any final thoughts before we uh, close this one?
2: Final thoughts. Closing yeah. thoughts. Um, I'll be at yeah, the West Virginia PopCon in a couple weeks.
1: Okay. With the table. Come by and see me. <laughs> it's not like, I'll be down there shopping. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Get a bite to eat if you guys shopping. want
2: to hang out. Yeah, I'll be at Steel City this weekend. Steel City Con this weekend on Sunday, Saturday. Uh, as, as a civilian. Yeah, as a civilian. Yeah, shopping. Mm. What do what they charge to get into that? Uh, if you buy the early pass, it's twenty bucks. All if right. you wait till yeah. Saturday, it's thirty. So, yeah.
1: Yikes! That's like that's it's bordering on a uh, Wizard World territory. Yeah.
2: yeah. I'll be like I would like to go
0: because i have sort of like my shopping habits. I'm no longer really like. For financial reasons, I have to keep it kind of sparse on, like, the new week stuff. And, like, there's, like, things like the back issue bins or maybe, like, find some deals on trades. Like, namely Preacher kind Mm -hmm. of was inspired to kind of... But I don't want to, like, buy... I I looked at the the new Ultimate or Absolute Edition they released. I was like, oh, $150. (laughs) That's not happening. And... uh, Like maybe I can find some cheap trade. Yeah, maybe like yeah, like some
2: five dollar
1: trade type. Deal. If I got to pay
0: thirty mm-hmm. bucks to get into the show, I'm defeating the purpose,
2: right? So,
1: yeah, uh, I, I like, I was going when it was still fifteen to get in. Once it it's, hit the twenty dollar mark, I'm like, nope.
2: Yeah, I'm holding at twenty. I think if they if they go up higher, I think I'm done.
1: Just because but, there's, I mean. I, I, I mostly would go just to walk around, and it was right. you know I'm not really like
2: that's what it is same
1: kind of same with Jared like I'm not really there to shop like if, if I see something maybe I'll grab it yeah. but I'm not there with but I, I, I'm there I'm
2: there to socialize too I mean there's plenty of people that I know that's set up at that show that I would
0: you know I mean let's be honest it's a flea market with some washed up celebrities we don't you, know, you don't need to pay well, that much
1: well I was about to say their celebrities cool. actually Yeah. I feel like their celebrities are are starting to step up a They yeah, uh, they got to get
2: that, I, that
1: guy from Harry Potter. You know, that did one I, did I just
0: dismirch b- b- the uh, reputation of Christopher Lloyd?
1: Great
2: Scott, Marty, I'm not that washed up. Christopher <laughs>
1: Lloyd, yeah. And, um, I mean, Michael Rooker, I mean, he's not nobody, oh, you know. yeah,
2: yeah. he'll yeah. Yeah, be there?
1: there? Yeah. Yeah, he'll be there. And, uh, um, and the, uh, Scott, I think Scott Green, uh, Herschel from Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's be there. So, and so totally,
0: surely, putting. It, oh no! I'm thinking. Yeah, her they her. stepped. It's going to stepped
1: it up. It's good. Yeah, I mean, they're they're definitely bringing celebrities that have a pretty solid fan base.
0: And our, and our current,
1: our yeah. current, yeah, exactly. Actually, they're I mean, not joiced away. Look at yeah. like, look at someone like Michael Rooker, who's got. Yeah. I mean, aside from all the stuff he, Guardians. you know, like all his, yeah, he's got his Guardians, he's got his Walking Dead. If, if you're a horror guy, Henry. he's he did yeah he did Henry. Um, if you're into cliffhanger, he did cliffhanger with Stallone back oh, in the day. Man. Oh man, <laughs> that was the very first thing I ever saw him in was cliffhanger.
0: I'm going <laughs> to hold out till they get Lithgow and Stallone and do like a reunion panel. Oh.
1: <laughs> this that weekend at Steel
0: City the cliffhanger 28th anniversary.
1: And you got to bring in, you got to bring back crazy Janine Turner. Yeah, <laughs> who's like a like a born again Christian who sells like bath oils on on the internet? I, oh, I have no, no idea.
0: You're rollicking tales of north, the scent of northern exposure.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's a good show in its day. Hmm. I did not I know. Can,
2: that. You can do it. that in pilot season.
1: I used to like I used to like pick fences. Pick fences. Pick Offenses was a good I mean, show.
0: Tom Skerritt, yeah. Lauren Holly.
1: Tom Skerritt. Yeah. There you go. Costas Mandalore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I. I I blew my nut on top. Uh, I don't mean that. Uh, were that wrong? I was going to go way back. Oh, that.
2: <laughs>
0: I, 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 I exhausted my
1: knowledge on Tom's Carrot and Lauren Holly. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> well, on that note, I think that's a perfect way to go. <laughs> this has been Comic Book Pit episode 229. I'm Dan. I'm the dude. And I'm Jared. And we'll see you next week. <laughs>